Welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more. We are your top secret foodie hosts, O-N-G, and we're keeping our identities hidden for now or until this podcast is so huge that we can't hide it anymore. Hey, and welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies Podcast. This is episode 16, and we have so many updates after being off for a full three weeks. Did you miss us? I know they did. (laughs) And we're actually back in person this week. We've been recording remotely because our schedules have been insane. And we're also back to drinking. But we are drinking a beautiful Austrian red from my Mom and M wine subscription for this month. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) So how was your week, G? Well, back to school has been crazy. So I am glad that we took off a week. I definitely needed the extra time to Mm -hmm. get back into the routine. Uh, We kicked off back to school season with a dinner at Capitol Grill. Fun. Okay, so I know it's a chain. (laughs) Sure. But I really love this place. There are some OG restaurant employees there, so you're bound to have an incredible experience. I was recognizing so many familiar faces from the Cincinnati restaurant scenes, so there's some great people working there. That's always good. Yeah. And so we sat in the bar area, because that's where I recognize the most faces. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I wanted to offer up a pro tip, because they have an eight-ounce filet that's not on the menu, And they actually recommended that I order a kid's filet because I don't eat a lot of meat. Oh, I love that. Is the kid's filet like a four ounce? Yeah, I think it's a four ounce. That's what I usually eat. Right. Yeah. And so I got that and like this huge side of mushrooms and a nice glass of red wine. My kids had chicken tenders and just everyone ate all their food. We're happy. I love it. Because I don't really do a whole lot with steak leftovers. Yeah. I I mean, I can. Like, I like to, like, grill it up in a pan throughout the week, like, slice it up and have it with salad and do, like, that stuff. But I do steak and eggs sometimes with leftover steak, but that's honestly... But I also would just love to just go and have what I'm going to eat there and be done with it and not have to deal with leftovers. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. And then definitely get the lobster bisque soup when you go because they put a bunch of real lobster meat at the bottom, Mm. which they don't say on the menu. Mm -hmm. So that's a winter dish. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just felt like we got a good bang for our buck with what we ordered and what we ate. So I was really happy. Love that. And then I made it into Kawa Sushi, which is that new revolving sushi restaurant in Montgomery. Yes, I'm so excited about this place. So they are officially open, Mm -hmm. and it's officially cute inside. It's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) And, okay, so I'm not an adventurous I'm not an adventurous sushi eater, but they do have adventurous options if you are. Oh, good. I can't wait because we are. That's your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I just got an order of spring rolls and a California roll. And then they have ramen bowls that you can order off the menu. Mm-hmm. So the fun thing is that you can grab literally whatever you want off the revolving belt. And mm-hmm. then they, like, count your plates to charge you at the end. Oh, okay. And you order everything else on an iPad at your table. Mm-hmm. And then the things you order on the iPad come either by robot or by train. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. So 
the spring rolls came on the little train tracks and yeah. it's so cute. It stops like right at your table <laughs> and you can take them off and then it goes back home. Um, <laughs> and then my drinks were delivered by a robot. There's like a robot that roams around the restaurant. Yeah. I I saw on the video that you made, it oh, makes yes. like cute little facial expressions. It does. It's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely worth a checkout. Um, and this is over in Harper's Point, right? Right. Or like across from Harper's Point, it's Harper's Station, maybe. Yeah. Like where Fresh Market is. Fre- it's Fresh Time. Fresh Time. Yeah. Market. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yep, that's exactly where it is. Okay. And I went to the Garnish Catering Grand Opening of their new location. That's right. I was out of town when that happened. Yeah. Oh, so they are just behind the Dunkin' Donuts in Blue Ash now. Yeah. So super convenient location because they offer these like pickup meals from time to time where you can just reheat them in your kitchen for dinner mm-hmm. and um, get on their email list for that because that's how you find out when they're doing it. Right. They also do these really fun pop-up dinners a couple times a month. Mm-hmm. They have one coming up called Girl Dinner. Oh, I saw that. That looks fun. <laughs> where that's going to be like a snack flight with a cocktail flight. Yeah, because so. there's like a trend on like TikTok and right. Instagram where it's like you show your little snack. Girl like Dinner. Girl dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you might catch me at that one. I, I really want to go. I love that they're jumping on that. Okay, so my favorites at the event mm-hmm. were these Skyline Chili Cheese Coney Egg Rolls. What? Yeah, that was a mouthful. Skyline oh. Chili Cheese Coney Egg Roll. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah, so those were really drool-worthy. He ran out of those. Oh, I bet. Um, and then he had these Reuben wontons. Like, he made his own pastrami. Yeah. And put it into a wonton wrapper with mm-hmm. sauerkraut and drizzled it with Thousand Island dressing. And like, oh my gosh. Oh my god. I'm, okay, I was I'm, I'm hungry now. Drooling. Yes. For dessert, I had maybe one of the best ice cream sundaes of my life. Okay. So they started out with a smoked brownie bourbon ice cream mm. and put a chocolate-covered graham cracker on top. Okay. Then on top of that... They put a marshmallow mousse, and then they light it on fire. Oh, very <laughs> s'moresy. How summery. Yeah. I love it. Yes. It's like toasty, just like s'mores. Oh, yeah. It was probably one of the best desserts I've ever had. That's awesome. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's that's the vibe right there. Yeah. I love that. And then I wanted to mention that I went into Stone Creek mm-hmm. because I haven't been there in, like, over a year. Now, they're part of Cunningham Restaurant Group, right? Right. With Livery and Brew Burger Bar and... I believe so, yes. Okay, yeah. But the last time I went, it was, like, not at my level. Okay. I've never been. It's over in Montgomery, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. over by Toast and Berry? But it used to, like, be my spot back yeah, in the day. And it just, I like, would fell go, off. We would go there all the time for date nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's super convenient for you guys. And like, then, right up the street. Yeah. So, one of my friends really wanted to go there. She swears by Stone Creek. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, fine, I'll meet you there. Because, you know, I'm, like, the foodie person in all of my friendships. Yeah. And everyone always asks me where to go. Sure. So Same. I was not the one who recommended Stone Creek, but I just rolled with it. How'd it go? It, it went really well. Okay. Okay. That's so good. I really, I've never ordered the cheese board there, mm-hmm. but that's what she ordered. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of split it. It comes with a hot grilled met. And I cut a little piece of that off and yeah. put it on pretzel bread with mustard and pimento cheese spread. Okay. And like, I was like eating those all, right. all dinner. It was so yeah. good. <laughs> um, 
So I'll definitely go back for the cheese board. Yeah. The only thing I was bummed about, okay, the server didn't bring us any bread. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've been to Stone Creek, but they no. have ugh, they have this like bread. It's so good. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't <laughs> ask. I know. I didn't I didn't even think about it because you know you're like chatting, chatting, chatting. And yeah. then I left and I was like, oh my gosh, we didn't get any bread. Hmm. So Next time I go back, I'm definitely, like, going hard on the bread. I wonder if they're paying more attention to it now because Cunningham really has been focusing on Cincinnati, I feel like, a little bit with the new openings right right there in Montgomery. Maybe it's just getting a little more love. Well, I know the chef that left there went to another restaurant, Mm -hmm. and we went after he left, and I could kind of tell that he left. Yeah. So that was originally what kind of got me off of it. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe they've built back from the ashes since that point. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I would totally go back there. It was a good time. Yeah. Then we went to Ferrari's in Madeira for dinner a couple times the last few weeks. Yeah. We're like on a routine with that place. Okay. This is a place I need to give a second look to. Yeah. Because I've, so I've only been once and it was for lunch. Okay. And I do like their lunch though. I just wasn't super impressed. The pastries I got to go were like not fresh. I'm, I'm going to have to try it again. I yeah. haven't been in years. Yeah. I think also I grew up with Ferraris. Yeah. So. Where I grew up like in an Italian neighborhood in Brooklyn and like my expectations might be a little too high. Yeah. 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 <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's definitely like a ma and pop vibe Italian restaurant. With For sure. Which is what I'm used lots, to. There's but all the sauce. Yeah. All the sauce. Maybe it's just a little like more centered towards and a Cincinnati Italian palette as opposed to like a different Italian palette. I'm going to give it another try. I'm going to give it another try. So they don't take reservations on open table. You have to call ahead. And I definitely recommend calling ahead because it does fill up fast on weeknights. You wouldn't expect that. But everybody in the neighborhood goes there. For sure. Um, And then we always split a chop chop salad. Mm -hmm. And we get the large size of lasagna because it's not that much more to get the bigger size. Mm -hmm. And we'll split one there at the table. And then we'll take the other one to go. And so that's like a good way to get an extra extra meal out of it and their lasagna is really good that's usually what I get there yeah or their four pepper salmon okay they have a salmon that has like spinach and I think sun-dried tomatoes and stuff it's really good okay I went shopping at Pipkins and Blue Ash Mm -hmm. and they have some killer fresh tomatoes on the shelves oh good I'll have to pop in yeah I'm about to go there on my way home after I leave here nice and then I went to Philo soft open dinner tasting that's right how was that it I mean just so amazing it took me right back to the time I spent in Greece Mm -hmm. where like the owners of the restaurant are literally the ones working in the kitchen making the food and they just brought out all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and everything was so good. Yeah, and they're, they're so nice, too. I love them. So they are expanding their menu, mm-hmm. and I believe they're doing dinner Thursday through Sunday. Yep. So you can get on Open Table and make a reservation for that. Okay. Definitely don't skip the honey feta dish. Ooh, That's I've a winner. That on their Instagram. It looks so I good. can't believe you haven't had that. You've been in there. I know, but I always go for lunch. I don't think it was on the menu. Oh, I think it's new. Man. Yeah. It's like this phyllo dough wrapped feta cheese that's like baked and hot. And then they just like drizzle this hot honey all over mm-hmm. it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it was yeah, so good. 
And I really enjoyed the rosé I had. They have some really good wine there, too. Yeah. So, busy week. Yeah, for sure. Goodness. What did you do? So, I've been super busy with work, and I was on vacation. So, I don't have a lot to report, but I did introduce one of my girlfriends to Vivi. We Ooh. went for brunch. I made a reservation. <laughs> I, like, DM'd them on Instagram at, like, 1030 at night so that I wouldn't forget and figured they'd just get back to me the next day. They got right back to me and made my reservation. I was so impressed but also felt bad. How do you make a reservation? I just DM'd them on Instagram. Okay. It's not, know. like, on Open I, Table or No, anything. I don't think it is. I think you call. Okay. Yeah. I know they use Toast Tab, so maybe you can do it through there. Yeah. I'll have to check. But, so, let me tell you if they ever have a special just order it they were doing something that wasn't on the menu and it was like these breakfast like it was bread and egg it wasn't a frittata but it was like there was a vegetable one and then there was a prosciutto one holy crap they were both so amazing they were in like this mini crock and they were cooked in there and it didn't look like it was that much but literally we both had half of that and then we also both got a cornetto we got pistachio delicious and so we had like half the cornetto and half of the thing and took the rest home and it was just so good i'm kind of jealous that i missed that yeah it was good we did that before the um the scout guides warehouse sale okay so we kind of made it a little afternoon it was really good and then um last night before the fc cincinnati or during the fc cincinnati miami inter miami game we were at the higher gravity summit park to watch the game and you can just bring in whatever food you want so we went over to senate during halftime and got like we got um the goat cheese and beet salad we got the little wontons they just changed their wings they used to have like a general towels wing and now they're doing like a smoky bourbon one they were really good yeah that sounds good so that was good um and then what else did we do oh we went to the preview of swenson's which we talked about last time yeah um they opened their second Cincinnati location in Oakley. They are now officially open. Right. We really liked it. The staff was so cute. They were so sweet. They like, they're like yell out corner and like <laughs> order when someone turns their lights on. But they were having fun with it. They were having so much fun. They're like, ru- they're like, whoever heard it first, they're like running to <laughs> be the one to take your order. And like, it was just a really, it's a really cute concept. You just pull up. You get a little tray on your window or you can take it to go. Right. You don't go inside and eat. You just, it's a drive up. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And I felt like everything was really good. Their onion rings were the bomb. They were top notch. (laughs) They were not greasy. They were not mushy inside. They were not overcooked. They were perfect. I think between you and I, we ordered everything on the menu. I think we probably (laughs) did. Um, I for me entree wise the burger was the best thing right it was really good and also actually the grilled cheese was really good it, it looked gooey yeah. we made a video for it yeah so. it was yeah. really good um, I did have a little feedback on the chicken I don't know if it was just because I mean they were training that day and you didn't add get the Cajun the, spice you need to add the you Cajun gotta, yeah, yeah. It, it, needed, it just needed some seasoning it needed some zhuzh it needed something so I liked the burgers the buns were like kind of sweet yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, it was I almost really like liked... a Hawaiian bun or like something. You know, yeah. Right? Or like, I don't know what they're doing with I, the buns. I like but... that, but the buns were like fresh and different. They weren't like awkwardly spongy like some other fast food restaurants. Yes, I agree. Because you know I'm a fast food restaurant connoisseur. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, but I, everything we had was really good. Did the boys like it? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. They smashed everything. Nice. The milkshakes were really good, too. The milkshakes were good. Yeah. Um, my kids were so bummed when I made them get smalls instead of larges <laughs> or mediums instead of large, whatever it was. And But they were they were plenty and they were delicious. So yeah. Yeah. And then I was supposed to swing into the Hello Honey in Pleasant Ridge mm, that just opened. Yeah. And my schedule got all discombobulated and I didn't get in. But that opened um, that new location. And it's super cute. Like, that little building is really sweet. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I need to get out there for sure. But then we also went to the new Dewey's in Covington. Yes. And this was one of my more fun events. I really enjoyed this. Like, okay. they, you know, made all the cocktails for us, showed us what was in them. They have, they're the only Dewey's that has a cocktail menu. It's limited. They do not have a full bar, but they had, you know, uh, a margarita, which you can upgrade to Casamigos, Reposado, which I really like. Um, they had a ranch water, which was delicious. That's it's the one like, you made. Yeah, that's they what They let I us made. make our own cocktails. They let us make our own cocktail, but that was so fun. It was like, it's like skinny margarita vibes. Right. Like, it's like lime juice and Topo Chico and the tequila. But I appreciate the Topo Chico, because I, I know they too. could have just used soda water out of the gun yeah. at the bar. Yeah. But the Topo Chico takes it to the next level. I agree. And then um, they have an old-fashioned, which was really solid. And then we got to go in the kitchen and make our own pizzas, and it was so fun. It was so much fun. I've never tossed pizza dough before. Have I, you? No, never tossed pizza dough before. I was super nervous, but it turned out really well. All of our pizzas looked really good. I just think if I was making the dough, uh-huh. it would not turn out. It would not be that easy to Oh, to, yeah. No, to they, they was pre-made. The dough us. was pre-made, and then we just got to toss it. Yes. And pro tip, you can actually buy pizza kits from Dewey's and make your pizza at home. Right. And super secret, since Tiny Foodie's only pro tip, you can just buy the dough. What? Yeah, it's like a couple bucks. Like, I love it. I lo- um, They have really good dough, too. I really like their dough. Yeah. Yeah, and then we actually went back um, when we came back for vacation. Like, obviously, the fridge was wiped before we go because I don't like to leave food in my fridge. Same. So we hit Dewey's. The one in um, Harper's Point is going under renovation right now, but they are still doing pickup. Okay. So you can just order on their website and drive up, text them, and they bring it right to your car. So I had some showings that night when I came home and didn't have time to, like, do anything for dinner. So I just swung in and did that. Nice. Yeah. That's their first location, I think. Nice. That one. Yeah. And that's and I think they are going to have cocktails, cocktails at there. that one when they're renovated right. as well. So that will be cool. And then I actually, this isn't something that I did, but I found out over the last couple of weeks, my cousin, who's actually moved to Colorado, but she's like super looped into the Cincinnati food scene because um, she worked in the industry here. She told me about this place called Sona May Heritage. It's a family owned and operated regenerative farm in I think like North College Hill or Finneytown or somewhere over there. And they have a CSA and they do all of these like tw- twice monthly like dinners i think somebody told me about this yeah it looks really really cool i definitely want to check it out and um i'm gonna try to see if i can get them on for an interview yeah that would be cool yeah so stay tuned for that but let's talk about what is now actually open this week so what's going on Okay, so you know I love any foodie news related to CBG Airport. (laughs) I do. You're the intrepid traveler of the group. Yes. I have something in store for you guys this week. So (laughs) Frisch's Big Boy is going to be opening a location inside of Terminal A in November. 
And if you're not familiar with Terminal A, that's the main terminal that houses a lot of Delta and American flights. Mm -hmm. And then they've been doing a lot lately. They also have the new Braxton Brewery. Right. Where you can get tacos. Mm -hmm. And I actually ran into the GM of that place at a party. So I'm talking to him. I'm going to try to get something going for our podcast nice and then they're going to be opening a skyline and a wendy's in the food court soon too oh nice always good to have some airport updates yeah and then you said there was something new opening in bethel too right right so i don't go out to bethel very often (laughs) but when i do i love a good breakfast yeah so rise and dine breakfast is a new family-owned restaurant and they open in bethel ohio They offer a huge breakfast menu with favorites like Belgian waffles, omelets, and then they also serve lunch items, including sandwiches and burgers. Nice. Um, Apparently, the east side is where you go for breakfast. Yeah. All hail the biscuit. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, And then we talked on a previous episode about this, but um, Covington's Ripple Wine Bar has now officially opened their new location in O'Brienville. So it's they're describing it as like half bar, half dining room. They're serving everything from like charcuterie boards to filet mignon, flatbreads, loaded salads. And yes, of course, an extensive wine list. In fact, according to them, it is the largest selection by glass in the city. Okay. Which I really like. Do you know, I feel like I'm a good judge of this because Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of places that have a cab franc by the glass. Agreed. And I love cab franc. I feel like it's so underappreciated. Any restaurant I'm at that has a cab franc by the glass, I will get that and not even look at what else is on there because of that reason. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like the true judge is, do they have a cab franc by the glass? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we'll have to check it out for sure because I haven't been to the one in Covington either. It's been like... It's one of those ones that's just on my list. I've never been there either. Then, yeah, so we'll have to hit this up. Bubba Coos Burritos is now open in Eastgate, and they're a chain originating from Point Pleasant in New Jersey. Uh-huh. They have lots of flavorful burritos, sauces, and they're offering something called Chihuahua. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure that's Which, how that's spelled, but sure. I don't know what that is. Um, and they have Burrito Dillas. Taco trios and more. So we'll have to check that out. So I think, I can't be sure, but I think there's one of these in Blue Ash that opened a while ago. I haven't gone, but I drive by it all the time, but it's like when I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. (laughs) So I've never gone in and it's like the name is weird. Okay. I have no idea if they have any other locations. Okay, yes. Confirmed. It's on Cornell. Oh. Over, like, by the Chick-fil-A over there where that theater used to be that you could go and have dinner. Okay. It's just an empty theater now. It's so sad. I might try it just because they have a funny name. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The name's just weird. I, like, I love, like, authentic Mexican, and so a name like Babacuz is not drawing me in, but I guess now I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, the name just seemed too weird to me, but maybe I'll check it out. (laughs) But... But a little more up my alley. We've uh, talked about this place, and I'm very excited to announce that they are officially open, alive and well. Liquor Bar and Cocktail Lounge is now open in Clifton. I'm Um, excited for this. Yes. This is the latest venture from the creators behind, you know, really well-known spots like Rhine House, the Hannaford, Nation Kitchen and Bar. Um, I have plans to go there with a girlfriend who lives right around the corner. Oh. I'm super excited. Okay. I want to go too, though. Yeah. (laughs) We touched a little bit on this one last episode, yes. and it's in the same spot as La Poste. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll have to check it out. Texas Roadhouse has opened its new location in Mason near Kings Island. And that new hibachi place we talked about a while back in Roselawn, it's called Yakitori, and yeah. they've opened as well. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Bill Bellamy. Do you remember Bill Bellamy? So he's like a comedian, and he was the like original host of MTV Beach House back in the day. Nope. Not ringing the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. This was like 1993. <laughs> you were probably five. Yeah. But um, so he was there and was posting about it on Instagram. Oh, no way. Yeah. Is so, he like from Cincinnati? No, he's from like New Jersey. Oh, I have okay. no idea what he was even doing here. I think I've been following this place, and I think that I've been wanting – yeah. 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 We, we really, I, now I remember us talking about it. Yeah. Okay. For sure. But yeah, so that's pretty cool. I'm excited. And then we have some, another follow-up that we talked about in the Gatherall Food Hall at Factory 52 in Norwood, Gabriela Filipina Cantina. It's a blend of Spanish and Filipino culinary traditions, and it honors the legacy of independence fighter, Gabriela Silang. Okay. Um, so this place looks fantastic, and I'm super excited to have the Gatherall, like, starting to fill out right so now it's like i know we'll have to we'll have to do a day where we go there and we just like try a few things from each place yeah i like that idea that's a good idea one place that we haven't really touched on but they celebrated their two-month anniversary is french toast heaven in westchester Ooh. yeah so they are officially open Mm -hmm. And they offer French toast flights. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's go. I love a flake. You get like a little bit of everything. <laughs> That's how I like to eat. And yes. yes. So that will get me in the door. Mm-hmm. They also have things like fish and grits, chicken and biscuits, and other breakfast staples like acai bowls and breakfast burritos. And for lunch, they have things like burgers and salads. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we have a couple of exciting things that are going to be opening soon or have recently been announced that are going to be opening, starting with the Cap City Fine Diner and Bar. This is a popular Columbus-based eatery, and it's set to expand Cincinnati with the upcoming Hotel Salar. Salare? Yep. Solaire. I don't know. It's <laughs> this is going to be next year. Um, the hotel is part of like a six hundred forty million dollar mixed use project that's opposite of the University of Cincinnati, and it's going to be affiliated with Marriott's Tribute Portfolio Collection. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> I just hope they have a rooftop situation. Yeah. Okay. I am so excited about this place that's going to be opening in Covington. It's called Opal. Oh, yeah. You shot that over to me the other day. I hadn't heard of it. I'm following this one hardcore because (laughs) I want to get in there like right when they open. Nice. Um, So they are an upscale rooftop restaurant and bar, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be atop the Republic Bank building in Covington. Uh This is the third culinary venture for the owners, Bill and Morgan Whitlow. Okay. They also run Rich's Proper Food and Drink mm. and Hangry Omar's Slider Shack. Okay, I've never heard of Hangry Omar's Slider Shack, <laughs> but that sounds right up my alley. And I love Rich's Proper. But this is like quite a pivot, right? Yeah. Because this Opal place is going to be very upscale, very fancy, uh-huh. very much my vibe. I literally cannot wait. Very exciting. Um, they're going to offer fine dining. They're going to have stage burgers and they were quoted as saying they're going to be enhancing everything with unique ingredients okay. and I love fun weird different things yeah. yes. and the 
big thing that they're doing that's different than everybody else is mm-hmm. that they have an 88 inch inferno grill mm. so to my knowledge there's no other Cincinnati restaurant that has one of these. Okay. So it allows them to specialize in live open fire cooking. Hmm. So it should be like a whole show. I love that. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then, of course, they're going to have a great wine and cocktail selection. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be the next hot spot. They're yeah. going to have indoor and outdoor seating. I literally cannot wait. They're expected to open mid to late September. Okay. I'm there for it. I love it. Can't wait. And then Ground has officially broken. We talked about the Liberty Collective Food Hall concept. It's a Um, huge project. Huge project. But we did get a little bit of an update, which is why we're talking about it again. Um, They are going to have five distinct restaurant concepts. They're going to have a coffee breakfast bar, an ice cream parlor, three bars, including one like a wine bourbon bar. So we'll continue to follow this development because it sounds really cool. Um, something really nice for Butler County. So we will keep you updated as we find out more. Yeah, I want to know who's going to go in there. Yeah, me too. Okay, there's a new nightclub that's opening soon. It's going to be called Love Nightclub. And it's set to open this fall on 4th Street. Mm -hmm. This is part of an $118 million project, which includes a parking garage, commercial space, and apartment building. Okay, love that. Love some redevelopment in the CBD. So next year, there's going to be, speaking of big developments, you were saying that you heard that Columbus-based 101 Kitchen is coming to the District of Deerfield, right? Right. I will have to ask Josh about this in an upcoming interview because I'm sure he can give us all the details and spill all of the tea on this place. Yes. I feel like we haven't heard from our intrepid commercial real estate agent, Josh Rothstein, in quite some time. Yeah. Time to get him on. Stay tuned. Yeah. Okay, so unfortunately, we have a lot of closings to report. I know yeah. we were had like one extra week in there, but I feel like that even with that, this is a lot. Right. Um, on Monday, Keystone Bar and Grill, owned by 4EG in Covington, announced that they would be closing after 16 years. I had no idea they were open that long. I feel like they've been around for a while, but I didn't think that long. Yeah, 16 years. But this is one of the, like, OG places down at Roebling Point. So it's, you know, going to hit the neighborhood for sure. Um, You can still get their mac and cheese at Mac Shack's on Short Vine. They have one in Athens. They have a new location coming soon in Columbus. Um, No direct reason was given for the closure. They just said that, you know, it will facilitate the expansion of four EG bars across Cincinnati, Chicago, and beyond. Um, so I guess they just needed some extra cash to operate with. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe this one wasn't too profitable, but um, there have been a lot of things closing in this district. So I'm wondering if it's just getting too expensive to operate because um, I know that's a really good spot down there. I feel like a lot of people have been reporting that they're closing because it's, things are getting too expensive. Yeah. Braxton, one of the region's largest craft breweries, announced last week that it's closing its location in Pendleton temporarily as the space is converted into the point at Braxton Brewing Co., which is going to be a private event space. Oh, okay. This place hasn't been open that long. They took over from Three Points Brewery. Right. And then, yeah, I guess it's just not a good location. I can say parking right around there is kind of a pain in the butt. It'll be interesting to see how the event space goes yeah. without a lot of parking. Well, there are big lots, but they're, oh, okay. they're pay lots. So Got I'm it. assuming if they're going to open up an event space, they're going to contract with like a... I love a pay lot. Yeah. Well, they're, they're kind <laughs> of expensive though. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's a flat fee pay lot. It's not like pay by hour, I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, but we'll see. Um, That'll be interesting for them. This area, Pendleton's also having like a little bit of trouble. Boomtown closed there. So Lucius Q is doing well. And Urbana actually moved to a bigger space. Okay. um, Cafe Urbana. But yeah. Okay. And then Mash Roots is closing their College Hill location after being open for two and a half years. They're having challenges sustaining sales in the area. Um, You can still get your Mash Roots. They have Latin street food. They have burgers, empanadas, mofongo bowls uh, at Element Eatery Food Hall in Madisonville. And they're also going to keep maintaining their presence doing like pop-ups and stuff like that, which is good. We love Mash Roots. Uh, There's just a lot of competition in College Hill now, I think. There is. There's There's a lot lot opening over there. We've been talking about College Hill a lot. Agreed. Um, okay, so what's what else is closing? So Witch Witch in Harper's Point is officially closed. They were located between Brief Fresh Wellness and the new revolving sushi place we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I was walking by the other day and I noticed a piece of paper that just said closed on the door. Oh no. <laughs> so now the entire restaurant is empty because I go over to this area often. So mm-hmm. I've been like observing and it's officially gone. Okay. And Okay, so I really liked Witch Witch. I mean, I know it's a chain and everything, uh-huh. but the next closest one to us is in Beaver Creek. So, oh, wow. like, I'm probably not going to get my fix anytime soon. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever eaten there. There was a place in New York in Bryant Park called Witch Witch, but I don't know if it's the same thing. It was just, like, a little sandwich stand in the middle of Okay. The yeah, park. this one you had to, like write your order on a bag mm-hmm. and then you would turn your bag in and they would make your sandwich. Oh, interesting. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't, I weirdly don't go over to that area very often except to go to the Kroger because the Harper's Point Kroger is the best Kroger. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but I don't really do anything else in the area. Anyway, uh, last closure, Korean inspired pub, Chimaic. Sure, we're going to go with that. Um, Located in Covington, has suddenly shut down. The owners announced the closure on their Facebook page without really specifying a reason, but they did mention that they are developing a new concept, so stay tuned there. All right, we definitely will. Yeah, so what's going on in foodie news this week? Okay, so Cincinnati Magazine's annual Slice Night is scheduled for September 20th from 5 to 9 p.m. at Yeatman's Cove. This outdoor event showcases pizza from 10 local pizzerias, and all ticket sales are supporting the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center, and you get to enjoy unlimited pizza with your ticket. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. And then Jean-Robert de Cavell's iconic French lunch tray has returned at French Crust and uh, Cafe and Bistro. I saw and I'm this. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I used to love this at Jean-Robert's table, and it's a four-course meal served on a cafeteria tray that reflects like a little bit more of a European you know, a like way of dining. Um, lunch is no joke in France. Like even in schools, the kids eat on tables with tablecloths and real cutlery and get a four course meal, including a cheese course. I'm not even kidding. Like we're talking elementary school, but the tray will vary weekly and it's available only at the bar and it's only 18 bucks for four courses. I know. So they're using this as a way to really like introduce favorites from his repertoire. And I'm totally here for it. Totally here for it. I I have, we need to, Lunch date. Yes, 100%. <laughs> okay, so in random news, Epic Brands 
<laughs> the folks behind Agave and Rye are launching a new dining concept. Okay, it's called Trashy Dog. And they're opening it in Huntsville, Alabama. We don't okay. get one in Cincinnati. Okay. They're going to open it in August. And I pulled a little bit from the article. And it says, this isn't just any eatery. Trashy Dog promises a mix of classic American foods with a twist, including boozy milkshakes and unique chicken sliders. But you guys get this. They say that the vibe is trashy, classy, with quirky seating options, like lounging in beds or sitting on Beverly Hillbillies-themed stools. Okay, and then the owner is expected to open 50 locations for this in the future. And I have feelings about this, okay? If they could see, if, if you, my lovely listeners, who I love <laughs> so much, could see my face right now. Right. Like, tr- <laughs> first, trashy, classy. And then, like, why can't Hunts... And it's dog, D-A-W-G. It's, yeah, it's not D-O-G. <laughs> it's the other way. <laughs> and, like, why can't Huntsville, Alabama get a nice restaurant? Why does it have to be trashy, classy, and, like, hillbilly seating arrangements? I don't know. So okay. I just had to drop that in there, because, <laughs> like... What are you doing, Agave and Rye? Like, I, yeah. let's just... They have a really fun, funky energy in Cincinnati, and I would expect them to carry that along yeah. and not... Well, you know what? There is something for everyone. Right. And maybe this concept will flourish, and it's just not for us. I seriously... <laughs> I seriously might stop there next time we drive down to Alabama, yeah. because we always go through Huntsville. Yeah. And oh, I'm just for cur- sure. I'm just curious. Like, I mean, I at least need some photos. Come on. I need to go and just try the food because if the food's good, I'll give it to them. Yeah. But if the food is trashy and the restaurant is trashy, <laughs> then I just can't. Oh my goodness. <sighs> so Somerset OTR is one of my favorite bars. Like not only is the atmosphere just a true escape, but they are just also the cutest. Like, they published a photo on their IG this past week. They had a group from Maple Knoll Village, the little assisted living facility over in Springdale. And it looked like they were all just, like, living their best lives. Like, can I tell you that at one point I want to live somewhere where there's a little bus that takes me around and I can just drink and not have to worry? This is what what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, But so... (laughs) so i love this so you might not know dear listener that um that somerset does food pop-ups on sunday like pretty much every sunday evening and they usually feature a dj they publish the list and the events space of their website and you can you know follow along there this sunday they're having soul food from and that's s-o-l like sun um from four to eight but what you won't see but we found out is that small business fijian flavors We'll be there from 2 to 7 on September 2nd. Now, these guys are brand new. I'm talking their IG has 31 followers. So, you guys, okay. F-I-J-I-A-N, Fijian, like the island, Fiji, underscore flavors. Give them a follow. And go check out their pop-up on the 2nd at Somerset because their food looks delicious. It's Indo-Fijian flavors, like Indonesian. um, And I'm here for it. I'm ready. Let's go. Support the little guys. And then there are two Cincinnati restaurants that made Yelp's top 100 Midwest restaurants on 2023. And honestly, you might be surprised by which ones. I know I was. (laughs) So Phoenician 
Tavern in Mason and Pickle and Bones Barbecue in Milford are totally making us proud. So Phoenician landed at 45th and Pickles and Bones at 71st. Phoenician, and I'm not saying Venetian like Italian, Phoenician like a phoenix. Like I would say Phoenician. Sure. Um, <laughs> P-H-O-E-N-I-C-I-N. This, uh, C-I-A-N. This is a little place in a strip mall behind the UDF where Magic Needle is, where I get my, my seamstress is, oh. um, in Mason, like past the Whole Foods as you're driving up Mason Montgomery. It's on the right. Um, this has been on my list for a while. My neighbors have been there and they absolutely loved it. I think it's Lebanese food. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be really good. So I'm going to go there and you hit up. Pickle and Bones in Milford, because I know you love your barbecue. And I'll be judging them for their pickles. Uh, <laughs> I'm also a pickle hun. I could eat <laughs> an entire jar of pickles right now. So the Inquirer put out an article announcing the most expensive meal in Cincinnati, and exactly no one is surprised <laughs> that it is Jeff Ruby's. Duh. Yeah. Okay, so it's a 16-ounce Australian Wagyu ribeye cap steak which I guess the cap steak cut is hard to come by. Mm. And it's served with freshly made Rojo chimichurri, which is prepared table side, which I love a good table side experience. So mm-hmm. I'm down for that. It has crispy onions and it's also served with house made empanadas, which is interesting. And the meal sets you back $195. Yeah, it does. Those must be some special empanadas. And I you can't order those on the regular I don't think menu. you can either. Yeah. Well, I, it probably has to do with, like, the whole Argentinian thing. I mean, it's Australian Wagyu, but it's Argentinians, like, you get the meat and the chimichurri mm. and the empanadas and... Oh, Messi should have ordered it. See, I want to go in there and get the table side prepared chimichurri and the empanadas, Uh and like I'm good on the steak. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll eat your Wagyu. (laughs) Okay, Cincinnati Magazine is hosting its second annual Great Cincinnati Bake Off, inviting both amateur and professional bakers. Categories include cakes, pies, cookies, brownies, and artisan bread. Mm. And the applications are open until September 27th. Um, And the celebration is on October 18th. Okay. Participants must meet specific age requirements and baking criteria, but you can sign up on the Cincinnati Magazine's website. And we'll throw a link in the show notes because we know we have a lot of industry listeners and if you're a baker or a pastry chef sign up and maybe we'll see you there i love it how fun i want to eat all the baked goods yeah um okay yum so okay we have some clarity on what's going on with the former Saks fifth avenue location across from the duke convention center downtown like there's a lot going on in that area they just like knocked down some buildings right there i'm dying to know what's gonna go on over there so yeah it's kind of boring um so (laughs) the city of cincinnati um bought that building for three million dollars after Saks closed last year and they finally 3cdc put up a plan for the building they're gonna buy it for a dollar from the city. So I'm glad I'm not paying city of Cincinnati taxes. And then it looks like they're going to transform it into like a $23 million mixed use development. That's going to be mostly offices. They got to put some restaurants in there. There is going to be some retail on the ground floor. I assume maybe there will be something that has to do with food. I mean, the people in the office building have to eat, but like, yeah, we'll follow it along and report back. I wish it was more exciting. (laughs) 
Yeah, but I think they rushed into this one. I think that they could have come up with a bigger plan, but it was like right. someone has a plan, so fine. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Not exciting. So we've been talking a lot lately about Cincinnati getting a lot of attention on diners, drives, and dives. Um, Guy Fieri's show on the Food Network. And lately they've had one of our favorites on every single week, which is pretty awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, because it's only three restaurants out of the whole country. And it's been like all Cincinnati. But um, last Friday, the 18th, they aired an episode with Kiki in College Hill after airing recently episodes of The Governor in Milford and Lucius Q in Pendleton. And today... Today, August 25th, the day we're being published, um, they're going to do the old schoolhouse restaurant in Camp Denison. Isn't that fun? Have you been there? You know, I have not, but I drive by it all the time and I walk by it all the time or bike by it all the time on the trail. So this is another place that I grew up eating. Yeah. It's it's kind of like an Indian Hill, but we'll get yelled at if we say Indian Hill. Yes, because it's in the camp. (laughs) Yes. Um, But they have like fried chicken. Yeah. And when you order food there, they just bring out all the sides and it's like coleslaw and mashed potatoes and all the fixings and it's in like an it's actually it's in an, an old, old schoolhouse school yeah and you sit at these big round tables and-, and then we talked about how they feature a recipe from each restaurant oh, on yeah. that episode's page um their famous chocolate peanut butter pie recipe and we also talked about how we were going to make some of these recipes together. And we, and we did not. And we but did not. stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, we, we might. We might. Okay, awesome. So what's going on in like the fast food chain space this week? Okay, so Starbucks fall menu is coming out soon or might already be out yes. by the time this. August 24th. So I was wondering, where can you get a pumpkin spice latte locally? Okay, so I haven't confirmed yet because a lot of them won't have come out yet. Starbucks, I feel like they put theirs out earlier and earlier every year. But um, I can say some of my favorite fall lattes last year were at Kavu Coffee in Westchester, like Towersville area back there. Right. Um, The Fix in Walnut Hills, which unfortunately just got their window broken again yesterday, but it is fixed and they are open. Um, Branch Hill in Loveland. Cocoon in Mason, Already Cafe in Sharonville, and then like Deeper Roots and Mom and them always have good seasonal lattes. So I don't know that they'll have pumpkin, but they'll probably have like a like cinnamon nutmeg, like okay, delicious allspice something. But that's good to know that there's some local places that we can go and kind of get the same thing. Absolutely, going to Starbucks. Yes, and the Madison place also they announced theirs will be out on September first. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so there's a wide range of places you can go for sure. Okay, so McDonald's has released a peanut butter crunch McFlurry. Okay, but I'm probably gonna try. <laughs> well, let me know. And Arby's is serving up hush puppy battered fish tenders, which Ooh, is kind of cool. That sounds good. Here, here's a good one. Okay, so Donato's becomes the official pizza of the Bengals. Okay. Of course, I'm going to have pushback. Um, <laughs> this is what – okay, it's killing me because I feel like recently this year the Bengals – announced that their new health partner was Kettering Health, Mm -hmm. which is in Dayton. It's not that far, but we have so many good health, like, networks here in Cincinnati. So, like, boo. And then, now, Donato's is based out of Columbus. Like, guys, you live in a great city. I'm glad that you're doing it in somewhere in the state. And Columbus doesn't have a football team, so we want people in Columbus to love the Bengals. Sure, whatever. But, like... Whatever. But don't you think Donato's is paying to be... No, of course they are. And so... 
maybe there's local places that were offered that just don't want to pay yes, whatever I think fee they're charging. Yeah, I'm exactly. Um, that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> It's all about the money. But yeah. Yeah, we would love, we have so much good pizza in Cincinnati. Seriously. Now, don't get me wrong, when it comes to like chain pizza, I do like Donato's. I like the super thin crust. I like that the, that the, um, the toppings are all the way to the side. And I like the weird little cornmeal on the bottom. But if we're paying attention to the other venues in Cincinnati, like, um, La Rosa's is at the Red Stadium. Uh-huh. And then who's at FC? Is there a pizza place there? They, they have so many local businesses at FC. The, yeah, FC is all local. Bengals could have done better with this on the stadium. I agree. But speaking of Larissa's, you said they have something back on their menu, right? Oh, yeah. They have the Montgomery Inn barbecue rondos and pizza. Ooh, that yeah. Sounds good. I'm down for that. So I have Montgomery and barbecue sauce in my house. Yeah. And sometimes when I order Larissa's pizza, I dip it in the barbecue sauce. Oh, I'm a ranch girl. <laughs> I do ranch too. Yeah. But there's just something about their sauce and their crust yeah. that's really good with the barbecue sauce. I haven't been to Montgomery Inn in a, a little while, but I get to go for a rehearsal dinner in September, and um, I'm excited about it. We're going down to the boathouse. It'll be fun. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so there's one more thing we have to talk about. Okay, and then we have one more really cool, again, chain-related, but, like, it's a local... It's a local guy. Hi. I love this. So what's what's going on? Okay, so his name's Tony Behrens, I think. Behrens? Behrens. Yeah. So he's a grill master at Longhorn Steakhouse in Fields Erdl, mm-hmm. and he has grilled one million steaks. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that. So, Yay, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so he's worked there for over 26 years, wow. and he's recognized as a grill master legend. He was awarded a gold chef coat. $5,000 and the president of the company came to visit the restaurant and like personally deliver it to him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So I thought that was so cool. I know it's chain related, but like go Tony. Go Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So what can we expect in the next couple of weeks? What's going on? Okay. So we're going to try to get into the 21C rooftop. Yes. We need to get in there. We do. And I think we've been waiting for it to not be a hundred degrees. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What else do we have going on? Oh, um, we're going to Hoity Toity Donuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be excited. Yeah, yeah. So they're opening soon. We're going to check them out. Yes. And then, oh, you know what we also promised on our last episode was a little roundup of where to catch the fireworks. Oh, yeah. So the Western and Southern fireworks are happening on September 3rd this year. Mm-hmm. And MRBL, which you pronounce as marble, Mm -hmm. they're doing something where it's like a ticketed dinner situation. Okay. They should have a good view. The Cincinnati Dinner Train is doing their event again this year Mm -hmm. where they take the train from Seymour Avenue to the riverfront and back. So you can avoid all the traffic. Okay. And you can eat dinner. Hmm. I don't know where you view the fireworks, but you just hop on, hop off. Yeah. um, Down by the riverfront. And 16 Lots is having a rib carving station and raw bar. Mm. They have tickets, so I might pop those in the show notes. Yep. Um, Chart House is doing a buffet dinner. Mm-hmm. And then there's an event called Boom on the Bridge, which is a unique opportunity because you can experience the fireworks on the Purple People Bridge. Oh, wow. And that's like a really special thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then there is a Labor Day fireworks viewing at the Metropolitan Club. Mm-hmm. Don't have a lot of information on that. And I know that Top of the Park is doing something. Yep. They're, it's probably a ticketed event. And yeah. um, the view at Shire's Garden will also have something. Right. And we went to that last year. And so they have a table. All their tables are inside. Mm-hmm. And then the outside, they kind of turn it into, like, a hangout space. Okay. So everyone kind of sits inside, eats dinner. They do, like, a buffet thing. They have lots of desserts and whatever. And then you go outside to watch the fireworks. Gotcha. So you don't get to just, like, sit there and watch yeah. them. But yeah, like, obviously, you can go down in the morning and get yourself a spot and, like, be down there with tons of millions of billions of people. Right. There, but well, I need a ticketed event. I do. I like, okay, so I, I like, space. I like the ticketed events, but yeah, just so you know, there will be tons of food trucks and all kinds of, absolutely. and the Ohio side is way more kid friendly than the Kentucky side because yeah. I've gone to both sides. Okay. And so when you go to Kentucky, there's just like carts of people making cocktails yeah. and beers and seltzers and you can just buy stuff and sit on the lawn and chill. Yes. And that's totally fun if that's your vibe. I have like some childhood trauma around the fireworks. Okay. Like, lost a shoe. Someone stepped on me. <laughs> it was, it's a whole thing. So, so yeah. But it's not like that in Ohio. Ohio is like way more kid friendly there's like police everywhere. It's so different. Awesome. That's so fun. All right. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys again in two weeks. And you know what? Stay tuned to our Instagram stories. We're going to have some polling going on because we want to know what you guys are loving, what you want to hear. And um, so we want your feedback. So make sure you're tuning into our Instagram stories in the next couple of weeks. And um, and leave us a review because we always appreciate the reviews yes. on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For sure. Always fun. Okay. I love it. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cincinnati Foodies. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and follow us on Instagram. If you have any news restaurants to check out or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at Cincinnati Foodies on Instagram.